Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. I'm myself, Bruno, and I'm joined by a man who's also refusing to speak to the media for the next fortnight, my co-captain Damo. Who are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. And as always, Greeno, the fucking blockheads, mate. In their millions. Tuning in right around the world, yes. Uh, we'll get to Osaka a little later on in the show. We've got that lined up. We're going to get that on the yep. perk. Um, yep. But we've got more important things to discuss, you know, straight out mm-hmm. the blocks here tonight, don't we? Yeah. You know, there's a... Yeah, there's a significant thing that's going on in the world, and I think we all need to be aware of it, Greeno, and celebrate it. Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Pride Month, Greeno. Pride Month, Amo, Pride Month. So uh, I had to do a bit of research in relation to, to Pride Month. How much? It, how, oh deep, how deep did your research go? Like, Google, Amo, Google. Google. So you Googled Google. gay, gay man uh pride yeah. month and then just sort pride of month. went through the various websites that popped up did you or uh figured videos were the safest option videos. to really fully understand and appreciate uh, yeah. pride month but because yeah, it's not uh, the same to... reading about it is it like i mean you no, need to exactly. physically see it yeah spot on uh because i was intrigued because i'm like look a month that's intrigued. fucking curious like, that's a bit that's a bit like you know mm. I, like there's a lot of days right you know you got you know national cookie day national hot dog day uh, are they real days? Are these there a cookie day? Is there? I didn't know. There's literally a national cookie day. There's literally a national hot dog day. Hot dogs, uh, where, hot dogs. I understand. They, you know, but cookies yeah, are kind of like isn't isn't every day cookie day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. And, but but Damo, a month, oh. you know, mm, a bit excessive, you know. Like you're talking you about one fourth much. of the year, Damo. Yeah. I'm just like it's a it's a it's a big commitment. Mm. Uh, you know, like Christmas. Fuck man, we only get uh, Boxing Day. Yeah. And Christmas Day. Yeah. To celebrate, you know, the the birth of Jesus Christ. You know, in America, yeah. they don't even have Boxing Day. Like, it's not a public holiday. Wow. No. And wow. and they actually ridicule it because Canadians do it. I think they ridicule it just because Canadians do it as well. Maybe yeah, it's a – I've never thought about it. Is Maybe it's a British Commonwealth thing. But, um, Maybe. you know, the, yeah, they're like, oh, fucking Boxing Day. What are you? And it's like, what are you talking about? It's a great – it's better than Christmas Day. Christmas Day oh, is like yeah. the travelling to see the fucking families and, like, you don't yeah. – you go to your family, then you go to your wife's family, and it's like a whole fucking day. Um, you're running around. If you've got kids like you, Greeno, it starts at probably like three in the morning, and you went to bed at one in the morning, you know, yeah. and it doesn't you're fucking exa- stop. You're already. Yeah, it's just nonstop. The kids non-stop. are out. Yeah, the kids don't want to sleep. Exactly. So, and, But then people yeah. are like rubbishing Boxing Day, and it's like, no, well, Boxing Day is like the worst is behind you. There might be a little bit of cleanup to do, but you can manage that, and then you, you just spend the rest of the day in the hot Australian sun Drinking mm. fucking beer and watching cricket, Greeno. Like, watching cricket. And, like, right. so how can that... Oh, how can you not want... Like, like, so if you're... Like, let's replace... What if we replace the cricket with a fucking baseball game or something for them? But what's in the middle of winter? It's football season. Okay, give you a football, football game. season. Boxing yeah, day. spot on. You, you put, you know, Dallas Cowboys, Green Bay Packers. Uh, I tell you what. Well, what about, what about two good day. teams? You could put two good teams in. You could, yeah. but you know, it's all about the uh, the ratings, Damo. It's all about the eyeballs. <laughs> the fans yeah, love their the Boxing eyeballs. Day footy, Greener. I do love yeah. their Boxing Day footy. So uh, I thought month bit bit excessive, but I've seen a lot of people, uh, you know, promoting, uh, you know, talking about their support for for Pride Month throughout the course, and, and fantastic. But for me, you know, personally, mm. uh, I was a bit of a fixer, Damo. Oh, okay. a fixer, yeah. you know. You know nothing uh, about gays, and I know nothing about months. Yeah. So between because you did because you did the research, and now you know now you know about the gay men. Got you it covered. Just, now my, my theory is if you if you're gonna videos. really support if you're gonna really support Pride Month, mm. 
the, the only right way to do it, if you're a guy, whack a cock in your mouth. Yeah. Like, nice, Gary. Just if, get it if done. You're not, if you're not willing to take that step, I don't want to see no tweets, you know, supporting, pro- do you really support it? If you're not willing to put a cock in your mouth, like, yeah. think about it. But the ladies, maybe a bit of a scissors. A little bit of scissor Perhaps. action. Double-ended dildo, I action. think, is probably the, <laughs> the bare minimum, Green. Minimum. <laughs> if you're really going to support Pride Month, they're the only two options. Yeah. And if we're thinking slogans, mm. similar thing, you know, because there's no slogan. It's just Pride Month, you know, annual LGBT Pride celebration. No, no, you need to bring the punters in with, yeah. like, catchy slogans. Like, suck, suck a dick to prove you're a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pride Month uh, 2021, whack a cock in your mouth. Whack like, a cock in your mouth. <laughs> no, Bit of a slogan. That's fantastic. Whack, I love that. Whack. I love that you're thinking about this in a productive way. That's probably that's probably the most important aspect for me. You like, could you could come in and be a naysayer, Damo, but mm. I'm trying to think about being progressive here. I'm yeah, trying yeah. to be inclusive. Yeah, you're trying to like and, broaden the tent. You're trying to grow the yeah. grow the pie, Greeno, instead of divvying it, it up. Um, exactly. I've got a story just on this theme. I've got a story for you that was sent through before the show by Jim Enword, Greeno, on the Discord. Can, can I give a, a big uh, nice Gary to, to Jim Enword? Nice Gary. Because I basically, uh, Jim sends through uh, articles and suggestions in the the Discord chat, yep. which you know we greatly appreciate, and I just always forget they're there, so I never go through. But I actually, checked today, and he sent through a, a pic of uh, who's staying up till three seventeen a.m. to watch the starting block. Yeah, Jim no word. Yeah, <laughs> and picture. Picture is uh, our tagline, effectively, alcoholics, the unemployable, angry loners. I'm like spot on. Exactly. Uh, which is which? All three is Jim, by the way. So yeah, it's a bit yeah. it's a bit ironic that he's missing the show. Like he is mm-hmm. our demographic. He's the drunk, uh, yeah. unlikable guy who stays up too late. You know, like that's yeah. that's our guy. You know, yeah. so he should be here. But anyway, he listens to the podcast later on. But he did send this through just because you were talking about like fixing things, Greeno. Your San Francisco mm-hmm. Giants, Greeno. I know. Nice, I know you're a Giants fan. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm a supporter of another team in California, the Oakland A's, Greeno. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of like interstate rivalry there, I guess, with the two teams. Yeah, the the Bay Bridge series, if you will. Yeah. So San Francisco. So I, you know, I don't know what to make it. It's not for me to talk about, um, you know, the San Francisco gays, which is what we're going to call them from now on. Nice, Gary. Uh, the Giants are set to be the first MLB team to play in pride uniforms. A pride uniform. Yeah, because, you know, you wouldn't have enough pride, I think, if you were just playing for the Giants. But if it's the gay Giants, then all of a sudden, I mean, we're spreading mm-hmm. pride all over the place. Everybody's catching yeah. our pride. Uh, mm-hmm. The the coach of the Giants, Greeno, said this, and I quote, very proud to be a part of it. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to the impact and the support that we can provide for the LGBTQ community. There's nice, a couple of, couple of things to unpack here. Let's start with the last one first, Greeno. Uh, okay. I, I just wonder, like, I, I wonder, like, the San Fr- I know San Francisco is very, like, very high gay area. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not forgetting that. Yeah. yeah. But I do wonder, like, do they really think that having a rainbow on your uniform? Apparently, it's like a little patch on the arm. So do they really patch and a bit of a uh, a bit of a rainbow on the yeah. the logo as well? Right, on the little on the logo as well. So I do wonder, like, are people that stupid that they really believe like this corporate activism? Like, do they believe that the Giants believe that having this little change in their logo will quote support the uh, LGBTQ community and will have an impact on it? Do you do you really? People are idiots. <laughs> Like, have you seen fucking women's round in rugby league, man? Yeah. Oh, there's a round for everyone. 
There's a round for everyone. Everyone's except, getting a round. Except actually, like when I was walking in the football once with my lovely wife, Lady Boogie, who who never Ooh. really gets political about anything. I guess a little. I like stories about pinatas. Impromptu story time. And um, yeah. this is a few years ago when we were going to every game. We walked in like one week it's multicultural round, next week it's women Ooh. round, next week it's indigenous round. Next week, yeah. it's somebody else's round. And we walked into this game one day and there was another round for whatever it was. Maybe it was Pride yeah. round. Who knows? Pride round. And my wife turns to me, who never gets political, and she just says, when is it the uh, white cunts round? When do we get around? <laughs> I, said, I, don't, I don't think we do, sweetie. I don't think we do. Every round's our round. So anyway, that's one aspect. Like, Am I close that story? Yes. Sorry, I've got to close the story. Protocols. Protocols are important. Can you open a new story for me, if you don't mind? Yes, absolutely. I like stories about pinatas. Just reminded me of uh, went to I forget what game it was. It must have been it must have been a Raiders game, and it was I don't know whether it was Anzac Round mm. or it, it was one of those events, right? But with your ticket, it said you know they, I think they jacked up the price a little bit that month, yeah, like that for that game, and okay. said look, you come in, we get the festivities of this particular round. Mm. Uh, here's you know you're chipping in. You're chipping in towards this round. I'm like, sweet. Yeah, because hey, if you're not if you're not part of the solution, Greeno, you're part of the problem, aren't you? So, Spot on. Yeah. So I was like, sweet, you're going to charge me for it anyway. Bang, good to go. But then we get to the ground, and people are walking around with the charity bits, the buckets, and um, and they're like, oh, sir, would you like to to donate? I'm like, well, no, 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 no. Like I've already had. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> Little like, did they know that they were approaching the tightest man in Sydney. Like they had no on. idea like, no, what no. was going to come come back. I said 25 percent of my ticket already has gone to the charity. <laughs> oh yeah, no, but this is separate. I'm like, no, 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 it's no, not it's fucking separate. It's the same charity. <laughs> you've already got twenty. Yeah, you can't fucking ask me for more cash now once no. I'm in the ground. No, no, you've got your money. Yeah. Fuck off. I under. Uh, it's it's like when they say uh, tipping is mandatory and part of the bill, and it's like, okay, well then that's all you get. Like yeah. I I might have tipped more. If you hadn't mm-hmm. have forced like this this level of tip out of me at the beginning, yeah. you know what I mean. So that's very. I like stories yeah. about pinatas. The other the other thing I want to quickly raise with this uh, Giants story, Greeno, is the coach yeah. said, and I quote, "He's very part, uh, very proud to be a part of it." Now yeah. I think, considering the conditions that you made, you created just you know five minutes ago. Uh, we yeah. remember we solved it, Greeno. If he's very proud to be a part of it, well, how much of a part of it is he willing to be? Because yeah, it doesn't sound uh, like he's very proud at all. I think it's time for the coach of the Giants, the manager, Gabe Kaplagrino, pop yeah. a dick in your mouth, mate. Nice! I'm going to stick up here for Gabe. Of course uh, you would, because he's fucking Giants, and you're no, shameless. If you, That's why. If, you go, if you go back to the podcast when he was hired, <laughs> I'm far from a Gabe, Gabe Kapler fan. Yeah. Um, it, Google a picture of Gabe Kapler. Okay. And... Uh, no doubt in my mind, a picture will show up of him shirtless somewhere. <laughs> I guarantee you. Now put that picture up, and you tell me if this is you a straight wrong. man or not. Okay. <laughs> so the 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 second it wasn't the first picture, but the second mm-hmm. picture that came up, Greeno. Uh, fucking flashback to your beach beach body beach days. Body. Yeah, that's that's the San Francisco Giants. He, he's in better shape than the players. He he uh, is he is San Francisco the person, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Now <laughs> once again, here's my theory, right? Yeah. If if you're posting pictures of yourself and taking pictures of yourself shirtless, yes. Now what's going on there? Like, oh, so you think he's he's already popped a, a dick in his mouth? Greta. Dick in his mouth, yeah. Probably. Uh, the the other thought nice in relation to the the giant thing, if you think about it, baseball is a very homosexual game. Is it, you know, is it really? Men, 
men gripping bats firmly, mm. uh, grabbing balls. Doing that twisting always, motion that they do. Twisting motion. Yeah. Always have to whack a glove on before handling the balls. Mm. Um, you know, plenty of uh, plenty of stealing, signs there, Damo. Stealing bases or stealing yeah. hearts, Greeno. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, baseball came out of the closet a long time ago. Yeah, that's um, nice, so, yeah. Happy Pride Month, baseball. So looking, forward, looking forward to the rest of Pride Months. Once again, whack a dick in your mouth. <laughs> whack a dick in your mouth. Show you're not uh, a let- bigot. Yeah, exactly. If you really support it, whack one in there. Absolutely. Now, Damo, once again, not just the dick. If you want to put the balls in there too, like you know, go the whole hog. Feel free, yeah. you know, the whole the whole lunch package. That's right. Um, don't lunch. forget the dessert. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> the meat and potatoes. Yeah, and that's this, uh, this one we call the lunch pack. <laughs> the cut lunch. You see there, the scrotum goes directly down the seam of the shorts, yeah. and then directly down the splices of scrotum there. That's, that's yeah. a split lunch. Yeah. Uh, if you can do a step back in time, please, for me, Damo. I think I can do that. So last week's show where we said, look, we need to get on this uh on, on the job here for mm. uh, getting people vaccinated. Yes. And we're like, what we need is a big fat ad campaign. And yep. we, we, once again, fixes demo mm. ahead of the curve. We're like, well, we've got it. We've got some Danny Minogue lined up. You yep. better put your needle on it yep. uh, to get people into the doctor's surgeries, get yep. the needle, get out, get yourself a bit of Danny. And now, it, was, it was wildly successful. I know, you know, various politicians have been touting, oh, vaccine numbers are going through the roof, but notice mm. they never give us any credit. We didn't get the credit. No, no, there was no CC on that email. No. Um, but nonetheless, we were like, okay, that's fine. We, we don't get no love. But mm. here's what really pissed me off during the week, Damo. Mm. Copycats. 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 When Channel 9 decided, Copycats. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, let's fucking get some of our celebrities hey. together. There's, they're no Danny Minogue. Mm. But we need to put our own ad together now that the block has done it okay. to get people into into the vaccination booths. Uh and let's see what, what they decided to serve up. Okay. Well, who does Channel 9 have anyway, really? What's happening? COVID has affected out. each and every one of us. But now we have a shot to get our lives back to normal. This is our shot to protect our communities. This is our shot to keep our borders open. Fuck, they even got Hamish in. Oh, no, yeah. not Ham. What are you doing, mate? Hamish part of the Channel 9, Channel 9 team dick. now, Damo. Is it that stupid fucking Lego show? Lego show, that's right. <laughs> oh, Hamish. I thought he was above such things. No, he should he's, be making jokes about the vaccine. He should, but mm. uh, he's, he's all in now. He's part of the Channel 9 family, so it means he's team. a corporate shell. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit like me and uh, being on Team YouTube because, you know, I got partner status on YouTube a I while did, ago. yeah. yeah you, so, you've changed, brother. you changed. Oh, totally. 100%. Sold yeah. out. Now it's like yeah. I'm Team YouTube. Susan yeah. Wojcicki, the, the chick who runs YouTube, Greeno, calls me on the reg daily mm. just to talk strategies. How can we get more yeah. people to the vaccinations? I'm like, Suze, don't worry about it. I've got your back, babe. We've got the needle on it. We're on the team. Yeah. So Hamish has got the similar um, relationship with Channel 9 now. That's disappointing, mm-hmm. though. To keep our borders open. Our shot to explore the world again. To welcome friends back to our shores. Our shot to keep live music alive. Our shot to keep families safe. Interesting comment in the chat from B.E. the Earth Reporter, Greeno. Thank you for mm-hmm. joining us, B.E. I've heard the Dutch ovens have been changed to COVID testing. If you can smell it slash taste it, you don't have COVID. No, ah, that's how it works. Yeah, it's very effective. Very much more cost effective. 
Much more cost effective. You can do it in the province of your own home. You don't have to go get no invasive nasal swab. Just yep. get straight into the Dutch oven. Yeah. All we need is like, you know, Mark Guy and just lay him in bed and feed him fucking uh, curry pies, Greeno, all day. And then we come in and we whack, we whack your head under the blanket and like, all right, let her rip, Mark. You know, pull the finger, whatever you got to do to yeah. kickstarter. And, that, you know, that's your testing regimen. We'll just pay Mark that- Guy. Is this in and outside of Pride Month, though? Because there might be some miscommunication. Mm. Yeah, you, you're making people put their head under the covers. A little bit of fumbling under the covers, Greener. Could be. Okay. Our shot to keep the crowds coming. Our shot to keep businesses open. And people in jobs. Our shot to reunite families. I mean, there is another alternative to this, too. It's like considering that very, 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 very few people have uh, got sick, like, up to this point, uh, mm-hmm. we could just, you know, without kind of bribing people to say, hey, if you get the shot, then you're allowed to have your business open, you're allowed to travel, you're allowed to do all these wonderful things that you were allowed to do before. We could just maybe do it. Nice, Gary! We could just maybe say, okay, everybody back to work. We might. We, that might be worth a shot, you know. Option I mean, two. it's our shot, yeah. We'll put it on the back burner for now. <laughs> you know, we'll put that in the maybe pile. Yeah. Don't call us, we'll call you. This is our shot to help save lives. Um, and to bring Australian... Don't you want to save lives, Greeno? It's home. <laughs> our shot to get everyone together for Christmas. And they got this Andy too. is our shot. This is our shot. Our shot. This is our shot. This is our shot. We're all in this together, Greeno. Did you know we that? Are. Yeah. yeah, we did the ad, remember? It yeah. plays at the fucking start of the show. Every show. To show how dedicated we are to, you to know, together. COVID safety and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I've had my shot. This is my shot. Oh, this is my Carl. shot. This is my yeah. shot. Come on, Australia. Let's get the job done. Oh, fucking Scotty Cam. <laughs> fuck off. Didn't you, fuck off and fuck off now. Didn't you get the urge just then to, like, hit him in the face with a phone book? <laughs> like in oh, an old, oh. old cop movie. Like, whack. Personally, I'll... Personally, I was kind of hoping that that doctor, instead of giving him the vaccine, just gave him a speedball. <laughs> just gave Fucking, him like this shitload just, of Valium and he just falls yeah. off the chair drooling. Just ended Belushi style. <laughs> Here he is. I'm what's uh, Scotty. Everybody's favourite Aussie fucking worksite fucking bloke, yeah. mate, with the shorts and the fucking boots. And, oh, yeah, we're going to fix up this garden. Hey, we're going to get to work here. We've got some Renos to do, everyone. Everyone's favourite fucking Aussie footy blokey fucking shit in the car, <laughs> mate. Scotty Cam. This is my shot. Come on, Australia. Let's get the job done. Let's get the fucking job done, Scotty. Eh? Nice, no, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, some thoughts on that ad. Some thoughts on that ad. So, uh, firstly, I don't know if you noticed. Personally, I take all my medical advice from Richard Wilkins. Yep. Uh, there's no, no <laughs> procedure I undertake without giving uh, giving Dickie a call first mm. and just go, hey, mate, uh, thinking about getting this done. What do you reckon? And he's like, yeah, no, that's that's a big Big ten four there, sir. Ten four, uh, big buddy. <laughs> yeah. So once once it's got the the Richard Wilkins stick of approval, I'm fucking in. Yeah. So like you know, needle me up. Uh, secondly, uh, obviously based on that ad, the only people that are allowed to get vaccines are white. Um, <laughs> and if you're female, you better be blonde because they're the only people getting vaccinated over there at well, Channel Nine. Let's be honest here; these are the white white blonde women are the only women worth saving. No. Really. Mm. Everybody else is kind of expendable, but we need to hang on to our cute blondes, Greeno. They're running yeah, out. True. We're running, running out of short supply. You know, funny you say that. It. A lot of people in the comments here were like, this is fucking racism. I'm like, well, everything's racism now. So, you know. Nice, is there yeah. actually anyone that's not uh, not white that works for Channel 9? I don't know, mate. <laughs> I mean, I'm intrigued now. I've got me thinking. I'm like, can I name one person that isn't, you know, 
very fucking uh, very white that works at Channel Nine. Yeah, is, I'm is sure there is. I don't. Quite. I don't watch free to air TV, so I couldn't. Never do tell I. You, you know? that's, that's what that's what made it hard for me. I'm like, I don't know. I haven't watched Channel Nine in years. Um, Scott Cam might be hosting Antiques Roadshow now. I wouldn't know. It might be. Yeah, I watched that. What Antiques Roadshow? Antiques Roadshow is a great show. I love being a fan of. Roadshow. I know you're a big fan of that. So uh, definitely. These couple of pommy, these couple of pommy guys mincing about, talking about how nice a vase is, and like the thing I like about that show is when the people get told that it's like worth five thousand dollars, and then they try to lie to the camera and say, "Oh, I've got no interest in selling it." When you know they're going straight to a dealer on the way home, you know, straight to the hawk shop. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, we can go to Magaluf with this money, so fuck that. Mm. (laughs) Who gives a fuck about Nana's vase? That's right, fucking it up. Um, so that that was the ad, uh, but you know, if if let's just say, you know, fucking let's let's put option two out there. Let's say you don't want to get vaccinated. Mm. What we need to do, Damo, mm. is we need to think of alternatives to make sure that we remain safe in this very dangerous COVID environment. And yes. thankfully, the uh, the South Australian Health Minister mm-hmm. was fucking all over it with option B's. <laughs> Because uh, the Mel- we've got a Melbourne outbreak at the moment with a whole massive, you know, fucking 40 cases or something like that. Better lock down the whole state. Um, but uh, they still let the footy players go. Yes. Even though there's a ban on anyone entering another state from, from Melbourne, everyone's got to stay in their home mm-hmm. except for footy players. Yeah. So uh, everyone's like, well, hang on. Well, what happens with the fucking, with the footy? Like, because mm-hmm. Adelaide's still able to go to the game. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the, pub, the chief public health officer, uh, Nicola Spiri, came out and she's like, look, i got you covered here. It's fine. So first and foremost. It's under control, anyone, boys. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So uh, this is, and I fucking quote, I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> anyone heading to Adelaide Oval this weekend with Collingwood given exemption to enter South Australia, the advice from the chief health medical officer is to duck the ball if it comes to you and to not touch the ball. So you're the crowd. They kick a goal. Don't touch the ball. I've got it right here, Greener. Yes. South Australia will allow Collingwood an exemption to play at Adelaide Oval, but with this remarkable warning to spectators to avoid possible infection. <laughs> even the new, even the reporters, like with this remarkable explanation, like they're, yeah. they're actually like, this could possibly be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> the dumbest thing that's ever come out of the mouth of a politician, and that is a that is a valley that is deep and wide, yeah. Greeno. There have been a lot. Hanson, Barnaby Joyce, like every politician, Greener. Every politician is a lot. The current president, Joe Biden, and I quote: "I liked it when the kids rub my leg and make their hair go the other way." Quote. (laughs) (laughs) Quote. It's not quite, you know, fucking JFK style, but you know. Ask not what I can. What ask not what my country can do for me, but ask what I can do for my country. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, there was this black guy, his name was Corn Pop, and he was a real bad hombre. And the kids yeah. would rub my leg and make the hair go the other way. But it gets even, so this is like, this is remarkable. Remarkable warning to spectators to avoid possible infection. If you are at um, Adelaide Oval and the ball comes towards you, my um, advice to you is to duck and just do not touch that ball. <laughs> okay, let's fucking back up one second there. This chick is a professor. Now... <laughs> You know how many years you have to go to university to become a fucking professor? Yeah, isn't surely, it like eight at least? At minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, surely, if you're a professor, there's got to be some kind of inkling of common sense that is no. in your brain to be able to survive that many years of university. No. No, this, this is the thing. What's, what is she a professor of? Yeah. Um, so let's just say she's got a doctorate in something, okay? 
So well, she's, she's the chief public health officer, so I'm assuming she's like a medical doctor. Well, you're assuming. I don't know. She might not yeah. be. She might just be some fucking bog standard uh, bureaucrat, Greeno. Who knows? Got it on. Got it online. Yeah. <laughs> Along with a uh, marriage license, Greeno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she might. Do, I don't know, but uh, professors know a lot about a little bit. You know, they know yeah. uh, they know a lot of, of, about like one tiny little slither of everything that constitutes existence. Probably mm. was in the fucking book. Probably maybe she's never even been to a football game. I love never seen a game of footy in her life. I love the idea though. Like the advice is to duck and don't avoid hitting that ball. That is like mm. the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do. You know why? Because if you duck, that means the person behind you who can't see the ball coming gets hit yeah. in the face with a fucking football. Yeah, and then he's going to touch the ball. And then That's everybody's going to touch the ball. So it's just, it's fucking insane. And, like, can we just give a little dick move? You dick! To, like, you know, governments, and I don't even know who's fucking responsible for it, Greeno, but governments or, um, you know, the AFL or whoever, to, to have this going on where the players are playing a game for two hours, they're fucking breathing and spitting in each other's faces, right? They're tackling mm. each other. It's a full contact sport. To then, after the game, when they're with their own teammates, they have yeah. to like socially distance and wear masks when they're Black singing the team on. song. Oh, when they're singing the song, <laughs> I mean, fucking give me a break, would you? <laughs> it's, and, love the rules, and, and you know what? The and then people say, well, hey, you need to follow the experts. You need to trust the science. Follow the experts. They know what they're doing. And then you get shit like this possible infection. If you are at um, Adelaide Oval and Greener. the ball comes towards you, my um, advice to you is to duck and just do not touch that ball. <laughs> this is the advice from the experts. Okay. Yeah, no, that's all good. No, it's all good because someone someone spoke to Nicola and said, "Look, like fuck, that that You're didn't an idiot. look good. Right? You can't fucking <laughs> can't just duck and not touch the ball." Yeah. So she she had to come out and do another press conference the next day. Mm. Thankfully, she's fucking. She's got a head screwed on now. It's all ah, good. good. It's all good. She's got updated advice, Damon. And I shit you not. Once again, this is a quote. Regardless of COVID, this ball has been touched by many sweaty men on the field. Sanitize your hands before you start eating your chips. Now, nice, is that Gary. before we go to an ad demo, mm. is that either health advice or another ad for Pride Month? <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. Cereal. 
movies and movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Line Enjoy the joy of Patsy Enjoy the joy of Patsy Enjoy the joy of Patsy Than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us on this early Friday morning or Friday night if you're a fellow Aussie bro. If you want to get in touch with us, the best way to do it would be via the little blue bird, Greeno. Follow us at the starting block, one word, drop the K at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper Green. All right, Damo, a quick, uh, quick thing with the ad that played just before we came back was mm. uh, Joy of Pessy, very sensational show. Yes. Um, I noticed today Pessy got uh, banned. Got popped. Like, yep. Yeah, got popped for God knows what reason. Yeah. Um, and, and it got me thinking because the last time I, I did Pessy's show, we did uh, an in-memoriam video uh, of someone being murdered by a uh, a killer Frosty the Snowman, um, was it? Frosty, yeah, killer, yeah. killer snowman. Yeah. Where basically he was stabbed. She, she was stabbed with his carrot cock. <laughs> now oh, that, he didn't get, he didn't get popped for that. No. What the fuck did he do this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I've got, a, I've got a little inside baseball if you want. If you want us to open the kimono, because um, I was in well, the chat. This is opening Jesse's kimono. Yes. Well, well, there's someone's opening uh, someone's kimono. I mean, it's fucking Pride yeah. Month. Nice, We're not keeping Gary. track of. <laughs> We're not keeping track of whose kimono is getting opened at what time. Greta. That's it. It's as just long enjoy as the kimono yourself. is open, That's right. we're being inclusive. That's I like right. it. Definitely. Uh, open from both ends. So I was in that chat when that channel got nixed and the chat room mm. got nixed. And I jumped, I, I was talking to Pessy afterwards. And I think it was probably because he didn't have the mature rating on. Ah, there we go. So I think that like they've come in because he would have he would have been on the front page. And if you don't have the mature rating on, if you're on the front page and you've got like, you know, because we're not on the front page. We have like we're lucky to have like kind of four or five people in the D Live chat greener, like when we're yeah. live. So we don't get to the front page. But uh if you are on the front page, it's like if you don't have the mature rating on, you're there with like all these kid gamers and shit. Ah, okay. And so tonight they were talking about uh, Sophia Vergara and like what they'd like to do to her. That was like a topic yeah. on the show. As a, so I think that it was a little too adult for D Live, and I'm like, ah, fair sorry, call. you know, fair, sorry. But yeah, he, thanks he for coming. Maybe back streaming, you know, tomorrow night because I think it was yeah. like a 24 hour temporary. Like, okay, sweet, you know, learn your like a whack on the wrist, you know, and yeah. learn little, your lesson. And, yeah, come back tomorrow. Yeah, uh, continue the smart. Make sure you whack. Whack your, your rating on there. Good I to could go. be wrong, though, but who knows? I mean, nice, no. Gary. Yeah, so he's gone. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hot tosses, though, Greeno. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Been a while, Damo. 
there, there was a, a period last year, year before, where we said we want to go after like the hardcore smut demographic, that's like right. the real perverts. That's mm-hmm. who we're that's who we're trying to cater for. Again, now. Jim uh, word, I mean, falls right in that category. Spot on. And uh, we were looking at as many you know smart hot toss articles as we could possibly find, mm-hmm. and then we kind of went away from that for some strange reason. Back when we, because that actually got us listeners. Now you know, no one's listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of. Trying to bring it back a little bit. Trying okay. to bring it back. And we talk about, this? you know, uh, living living the living the motto, if you will. We're talking about Pride Month, whack a cock in your mouth. Yeah. This this journalist is fucking taking it like right where it needs to be, in, okay. in my opinion. Uh let's have a look at the article, shall we? Okay. Well, this is this is all I've got is this screen post here. Oh, is that it? So this is a journalist who who is doing a, a segment for a uh some kind of news program where it was the opening of a swingers club. So they were going to do like a profile piece, if you will. Oh, sorry, Green. Uh, I don't, I don't want to interrupt the, uh, I like stories yeah. about pinatas. I've just been alerted by the Monica in the chat that, uh, the minister of fun, Kimmy also got popped on her channel. Green. Ooh. So there well, might be, again, a, might be a bit of a crackdown happening here. Who knows? Oh, we could be in, we could be in big trouble. No, nah, again, nobody watches it. So. No one's listening. Oh, we're fine. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. See, see all these fucking idiots who think like having a popular show is a good thing. I mean, look, yeah. at, look at who's, what now. who's the dummy now. Huh? <laughs> the beauty of anonymity is the fact that we can sit there and talk about the only way to, to celebrate Pride Month is to whack a cock in your mouth. We've got to whack a cock. And, and it's all good. It's all no, good. We're fine. <laughs> I should probably put that mature rating on. Uh, yeah, so. whack, the, whack the radio and just <laughs> be safe. Yeah. Nice, Gary. All right, let's get back to uh, Hot Toss, Greeno. Yes, <laughs> This Swiss reporter, yeah, sent out and they're like, "Look, we need you to do a, a you know, an article." Uh, obviously, it's a, it's a travesty that they've got this swingers club. In, oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. In in this particular area, mm. go out, go out, do a hack piece, if you will, get in there, fucking show what kind of disgusting humans these people are. Yes. Um, uh, problem was that uh, <laughs> she she took her journalistic uh, level. She's like, "Well, once again, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to do it right." So during the article or during the segment, she's like, "Well, fucking it's a swingers club." Better, better get 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 involved. You better get, get in there, it. you know, sniff around, do some journalistic work, Greeno. You know how they used yeah. to go through people's garbage? Well, now, now it's going through someone's sex. underpants. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, sex is a swingers club. Right. Uh, so <laughs> this kind of caught caught the eye of uh, the management. But uh, here's what the lady had to say. So she said, my mother just thinks it's funny and laughs. My father thought it was really cool. The X-rated segment focused on the reopening of a swingers club named Swingland in uh how do you pronounce that? Oh, oh, Ishosh? Ashol? Where, 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 where? Fisher? Swingland in Ishosh. Oh, oh, fuck knows. <laughs> Who knows? After lifting the COVID restrictions and uh, Fisher discussed the reactions to the unorthodox, to unorthodox interview style. So obviously during like mid, mid on the job. Oh, so she was, she was having sex. It's like, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel? This feels good. Are you excited <laughs> no, about being back in the club? Uh, most of them were very positive. They thought it was brave and cool, she reportedly said. I bet they did. I bet they did. These guys have been locked out of a swingers club for fucking 18 months. Yeah, I bet they they'll, say, they'll say anything. <laughs> mm. they'll say say, anything. I'll say whatever you want me to say. Right. To get her on the Drop job. Um, the, the, absolute, well the absolute state of modern journalism. Are you really a journalist at that point or are you like a sex hey. blogger? Mate, if you go undercover and fucking go into the mafia to report, mm. you're a hero. Yep. This lady went undercover <laughs> to get deep dicks in a swingers club. Yeah. Fucking give her the same credit for Christ's sake. People are calling her a slut for Christ's sake. Damn. Oh, yeah.
out there, though. Well, good to have Hot Cross back. It is. Fun. It's been a while, yeah. isn't it? Has been a while, uh, Damo. We, we we had a segment uh, better part of this year because I'm I'm losing track of mm. what's fucking racist, what's not anymore. I okay. don't know. I'm confused. You know, coon cheese that's named after the fucking person that you know started the the thing is apparently racist. Yes, because you know coon means something else. Yeah, doesn't matter that it's fucking dude's name. Yeah, it means but... you know what it means, Greeno. Tasty cheese. Tasty cheese. Very that's what delicious. it used to mean. Uh, now it doesn't. Yeah. I, I still see the packets everywhere though. Like they haven't yeah, changed them over yet, have they? Oh, they have. It just means you, you buy, your store has old cheese. Oh, well, that's okay. Cheese is yeah. fine. <laughs> Maybe I should stock up on all the coons and freeze them. <laughs> I did fucking quick Greeno story time. Yeah. Imagine breaking I like them out. stories about pinatas. Ima- imagine breaking them out like, fun, you know, fucking 50 years from now when your granddaughter is over with her black boyfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, because if we're, if we're woke enough now to ban coon cheese, imagine how woke we'll be in 50 years from now. Like you Cheesy won't crackers, you won't even yeah. be able to make eye contact with a brown person before you'll be accused of racism Racist. in the future. Racist. So you know you just break out. You know you want to come up. You you lovely young kids want to come over for some lunch, and then you can giggle yourself until you wet your pants in your wheelchair. Yep. You know here's your cheese. <laughs> what do you Spot think on. of that, young fella? Hey, you like that one? Nice, Gary. It's worth doing. But definitely worth doing. Uh, the Greeno story okay. time is uh, a couple of years back, the Cleveland Indians uh, decided uh, fir- first phase of the, the phase out of the, the racist logo and name mm. was they got rid of the Chief Wahoo, uh, the Indian emblem that mm. used to be on their caps, uh, caps and jerseys. I love that Indian. I love that Indian guy. That was an Spot awesome on. logo, man. I miss- great logo, but apparently racist name. Uh, and also they then announced the year after the Indian's name will be gone in a few years' time. They're going to, you know, fucking workshop it, find a new one, and then Indian's gone, no more racist name. Do you reckon they'll do better than Washington football team? <laughs> I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's way better. It's the Cleveland baseball team. <laughs> yeah, CBT. CBT. Uh, which also stands for in the BDSM con- community, Cockball Torture Greener. There we That'd go. Like no, Get it covered here on Pride Month. That's it. We got we got Pride Month definitely covered. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as they announced that, you know what I did? Mm. Because I'm like, well, hang on. There's no more Chief Wahoo hats. I went out and bought a Chief Wahoo hat and an Indians jersey. Yes. I'm not I like even stories team. about pinatas. And my wife's like, you know, you're fucking you support the Giants. Why? Like, why are these fucking emblems and stuff being sent and hats and jerseys being sent to our house? I'm like, because in fucking 50 years time. No one's going to have a Chief Wahoo hat or an Indian's jersey. Yeah. And this is going to be a collector's item. Leave it in the original packaging. Don't take it's it in out. In the original packaging. Yes. I'm, I'm not touching it. I'm not going to wear it. It's just fucking sitting there with the Indian's jersey. Mm-hmm. And, and this is going to be a collector's item in 50 years' time. So strategy. Um, Fantastic. So I'm, nice, I, knew, I knew it would have to be fucking money-related, though. <laughs> it's always money-related. It wasn't cultural. So, like, it wasn't spiritual. Like, yes, fucking support the team, join the fight. It was like, no, I can no. make some money off this outrage. Make some money in about 50 years because no one will have a Chief Wahoo hat. Absolutely. Um, so I've lost track of what's racist, what's not. Damn, mm. I'm confused. So Fair whenever enough. I see people get outraged by a certain thing and they imply racism, mm. sometimes I have to bring it in the show because we've we've given like we've given you the title on this show as the racism officer. Yeah, like you you seem to be able to you're more in touch with what's going on in the real world and why things are deemed yeah. racist. So yeah, I, know, I have to bring you know, it to your attention. Okay, well, and you know, like I'm you know I'm a fairly modest person, so thank you for that lovely introduction. But I think it's fair to say I'm I am like the waste the wastest the racist whisperer greener you know there's like mm. a it's basically a sixth sense i don't think it's anything i can even teach you you you're kind of born with it greener it, you can you can sniff it out yeah. from a mile away feeling kind of the like spiritual the, vibrations of the universe greener 
Yeah, kind of like the pigs that can smell truffles. <laughs> you can smell you can smell some racism a mile away. <laughs> you put, I put you in a paddock <laughs> with fucking some racism dibbled around the paddock. Yeah. You'd be able to sniff it out yeah. quick smart. You drop a couple of Klansmen in there and a couple of uh, brown guys in there and I'll, I'll tell them apart with a blindfold yeah. on. <laughs> Let me loose in that paddock. Uh, let's, play, let's play the video and find out. Okay. And try and work out why this is racist. Okay, what's racist this week? Pretty sure that's the same do-rag that Tom Seaver used to wear when he pitched for the Mets. Oh, that's it. That's it. Okay, one more time. Hang on, one more time. We'll see if we can pick it out. Pretty sure that's the same do-rag that Tom Seaver used to wear when he pitched for the Mets. No, that's that's that's, that's it. That's it. So uh, uh, the the racism whisperer, like, what is? Can can you explain to me what is racist in that comment? <laughs> Absolutely. Nice, Gary. Absolutely nothing. But this is where you defer to the experts on Twitter, Greeno. Yeah. This is where you go. Now look at some of these comments under this fucking video. This is fantastic. Now have a listen to this. This guy, I think, is being genuine. Excuse me if I'm coming off ignorant, but what was the racist part? Question mark. Is he saying he's not a fan of do rags? If so, he's just a boomer like the players to look professional. Reminds of Joe Simpson got mad when Chase Utley was wearing a shirt instead of his uniform in warm-ups. And the mm-hmm. top reply he had to this, right, was this guy, at least you pointed out the obvious by acknowledging your ignorance. Why do they have to talk to people Nice, like Gary! You know, these fucking... This is a white guy, by the way, talking to... it. So the, the original guy who posted it, I think he looks like a kind of a Blasian kind of character, black Asian guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one asking the question. This fucking white dude is the, the punk rock lawyer, Greedo. Yeah. <laughs> he replies no, he's to calling, him. He's calling him on it. Just he's, going, no, he's calling him out. As <laughs> an entitled white man, I fucking I know racism when I see Fuck it. Fuck me, dead. Um, At least you pointed out the obvious by acknowledging your ignorance. Maybe you weren't aware that the item is worn almost exclusively by black males, making it a racial comment. It's not hard. <laughs> Yeah. Now, so because because black guys wear do rags, him him saying, "Hey, is that the same do rag as this other player?" That now makes him a racist. Yeah. So let's let's play the comment again. Let's play the video one more time, and then. uh... Pretty sure that's the same do rag that Tom Seaver used to wear when he pitched for the Mets. Now, Damo, you know who Tom Seaver is? Uh, I'm assuming another pitcher who used to play for the Mets because that's what he, he just is. said. He is. He's also a white guy. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> so starts the question, is that the same fucking thing? Is, is, the, the equivalent is, is that the same hat that Tom Seaver used to wear mm-hmm. who's a white guy? Yeah. Well, it's like, not hat, okay, do-rag. Well, do-rag. Yeah, but fucking it doesn't make a difference what it is. It's an item of clothing. So whether it's the fucking hat, whether it's his jockstrap for all I care, He's just kind of going, hey, is that the same thing that fucking this white guy from 30 years ago used to wear? Mm-hmm. Similar apparel or sweatband. Let's fucking call it a sweatband then. Okay. Is that the same sweatband that Tom Seaver used to wear? But because for some reason someone's decided to pick through the bullshit and just go, well, fucking adurags are normally associated with fucking black gang members. So uh, obviously he's inferring that uh, Marcus Stroman must, in fact, be a fucking black gang member and, and get put pigeonholed into that bracket for wearing the do-rag, ignoring the fact that he's talking about how Tom Seaver, a fucking white guy, used to wear it 35 years ago. Yeah. But no, no, 
Tom Bradley must be fucking racist. Yeah. No, and it's, it's, and this is, it's underhanded. It's it's subtle. You're right. And I remember like talking to you about this stuff years ago, man. Like the thing is, because now you're kind of, I think you people, I think you know, like this isn't a criticism or anything. I think mm. people who are more apolitical, like yourself. And, you know, people who generally haven't, you know, had this kind of thing, haven't really seen the ugliness of this kind of thing. And to, now they're all starting to go like, hang on a minute, are you people fucking nuts or something? Like, what the Very fuck nuts. are you talking about? Because it's like a snowball effect, right? It becomes mm. like the popular thing to do. People love a fucking bandwagon, man. They yeah. love to jump on. They love an outrage. They love a pylon. So listen to the your see the thing is you're bringing logic to it. You think that Ooh. it's you're still you you're still thinking this makes no logical sense. But that's the Ooh. point. That's it doesn't make sense. You know, have a listen to this, right? So there's here's another comment under this thing because I'm sick of, I'm sick of this shit. Commentators can say some dumb shit from time to time, but Ooh. I'm now like I'm well past this point of like going along with insane people. Who just because this the outrage from this is purely an invention. Like they're just oh, imagining it in their own brains. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not real. It's not really there. That you're seeing ghosts in the corner of the room in the shadows of the mm. flickering light of the fireplace, right? Yeah. Listen to this guy. This is his explanation. He compared it, quote, he compared it to a white guy who never wore one. It was racist even if it didn't occur to him uh, to him. The racism is inherent. You think white people are the model of professionalism? You think things exclusively used by black players are inherently unprofessional? Get the fuck out. Like, nobody said any of that, man. <laughs> like, no. nobody said that. Nobody even came close to saying that. 100%. But you can say one thing to these people, Greeno, and they hear whatever they fucking want to hear. Here's the interesting thing also, Damo. Mm. Was Marcus Stroman wearing a do-rag? Yes. He was, was. yeah. But apparently it's offensive to point out the fact he's wearing a do-rag because it gives black connotations of, of, you know, black gang members. Yeah, but see, this but is he, the thing. But he, but the he, was wearing the fucking, he was wearing the fucking do-rag. The people, so the there's people, no connotation. If he said, if he came out and said, oh, I feel like he should be wearing a do-rag, then maybe a bit of racism there. What, 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 what if he came out and said fucking Crips for life, motherfucker? You know? <laughs> Like with that qualifier, uh, but bottom, bottom of the second three two count and Crips for life, motherfucker, <laughs> as that ball is out of here. <laughs> nice, Gary. Yeah, it's just it's it's just fucking ridiculous, man. Um, yeah. uh, let's get to the next level of ridiculous. Let's talk Naomi Osaka and not Naomi as in ridiculous, yeah. as in the Naomi Osaka situation. Okay, so, it's a saga uh, update, Greeno. We're going to do a saga nice. can I, update. Now, can I start the saga update with the first thing? Because I think this might be easy to breeze past here, and I think it, it's worth a special mention. So. And now everybody's heard by now that Naomi Osaka has dropped out of the French Open. She's gone. She left. She quit. She's fucking out of there. But before yeah. that happened, right, this happened. Uh, FFT president, which I'm assuming is France fucking Federation of Tennis. Is that yeah. okay? Um, president Gilles Moriton uh, made a statement in French about Naomi Osaka's withdrawal, then repeated it in English, and then left without taking any questions. Nice, Gary. <laughs> So, so they're they're angry about this this chick leaving the the uh the tournament because she doesn't want to do the press conferences. She doesn't want to take questions, Damo. She doesn't want to take questions. They're demanding she takes questions, and the people yeah. who are forcing her to take questions to the point of quitting refuse to take questions. They're not going to take questions. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, we've made our statement. 
No questions. Uh, fucking the backstory is fucking hysterical. So, yeah, last week, Naomi Osaka said, look, I've decided for my own fucking mental health and well-being mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I, it fucking it causes me too much anxiety to do these post-match presses. I'm just not going to fucking do it mm-hmm. pretty much. Yep. Um, I'm going to come out. I'm going to play tennis. I'm going to entertain the crowd like I'm fucking paid to do. Um, but the post-match presses, it's fucking, I'm not going to do it. Like, it just, no good. So, the, they're like, well, you got to fucking do it. It's part of your job. So, uh, she, she went to the, she played the first match. She won, obviously. She refused to go to the presser. They're like, fucking $15,000 fine. Thanks for coming. You're getting fined. And if you don't show up to the next fucking press conference, like you're required to do, we're going to we're gonna fucking throw you out of the tournament and yeah. keep fining you. So Naomi's like, oh, okay, so the option is you, you can keep fining me or throw, and throw me out of the tournament. Here we go. You've just lost your fucking number one draw card. I'm not going to play. Yep. Nice, fucking good Gary. Nice, Gary. And the thing fucking is, uh, I, I agree with you. Um. Because uh, you know, you know me. My my fucking uh, opinion of the media is already broken. Like, there's no yeah. repairing the relationship between me and the media. It's done. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, I now dedicate my whole podcasting life to you know tearing shreds off them whenever possible in mm-hmm. in, in all circumstances because fuck them because they're terrible. Um. So, you know this this particular one though, I think you'll find that myself and Greeno, we're actually like in, in terms of sports watchers in this country, I suspect that we might be in the minority on this. Do you think that? Cause you reckon? I, I, I don't think so. Most, most people I've seen, I don't know. Once again, everyone's Twitter feed is, is the people they like. So you generally follow people who are like-minded. So everyone in my I feed has been like, half of, mine is, half of mine is like the opposite of what I agree with. There you go. <laughs> Cause I use um, material. Uh, yeah, no, like, but, like, yeah, yeah, supportive from what I've seen. What, what? Let me, let me, um, let me add a, let me put a little more, little more uh, meat on the bone of that point, Greeno, if I can. Mm-hmm. How, how can I say this? It's almost like the media is presenting it in such a way that makes me think that I'm in the minority of people who are like, no, fuck, fuck them, and Naomi Osaka yeah. should do what she wants. Good on her, because the way the media is presenting it. They're presenting it like, oh my God, what an outrage. <laughs> and I'm struggling to, I'm looking through all these pages going, I don't, I don't see why this is, uh, this is, you know, you know. But, but then talking about support, right? This is where it starts to get complicated for me. So I was in support of this story. You're in support of this story, all well and good. But now, Greeno, other people are coming out in support of this story and I'm starting to waver. Because ah, suddenly it's like, well, now it's fashionable. Well, so now, now it's, we want to. Yes, now it's like an association thing. Like, do I want to mm. be in the same pool of some of these names, Greeno? What if I told you that Lewis Hamilton is now making headlines defending Naomi well, Osaka? We fucking would have known that. Now, Louis, with his now, mask, again, with his mask on, mind his you. Mask on. Now, once again, <laughs> when did Lewis come in? Come into support after we realized everyone yes, else was yes. in support, right? No, That's the very Lewis play. Lewis isn't the first fucking cab off the rank he's like what where's the trend flowing where uh, what's popular right now popular to support okay count me in hmm. uh and once again lewis here's the thing with lewis if if they're <laughs> f1's biggest wanker greeno oh no greeno's just dropped out at the worst pop- we've been going so well tonight ah there's always just one dropout i think we've had one episode where we haven't had okay here he comes all right you're back greeno I thought he was back. It'll bro- you got me back? Okay, got you now. Yep. Got me back? Yep. All right. Now, if you said to Lewis Hamilton, look, Lewis, hmm. we're going to let you race F1 cars. <laughs> However, we're not allowed to do any media. Yeah. Guaranteed Lewis, Lewis Hamilton would retire on the spot. <laughs> nice, <laughs> I think you're probably right. 
Now, okay, so, so a masked a masked up Lewis Hamilton who's jumping on the back. Remember, Lewis Hamilton who tried to sue a watchmaker that was around a hundred years before he was born because yeah. it was called Hamilton Watches. Hamilton, because yeah. <laughs> he reckons he can copyright his name. Yeah, <laughs> so nobody's allowed to have the name Hamilton anymore. Kind of Hamilton. That's anymore. like this is the level of guy we're talking about. Okay, so yeah. if Lewis Hamilton isn't enough, what about this screen? Will fucking Smith, my nice, man. Nice, Gary. Uh, the fucking Fresh Prince himself. Will Smith. Will Smith's jumping on the bandwagon. Will Smith, the man who um let his wife sleep with his son's best friend. Mm. <laughs> Will fucking Smith. So he he's tweeted out a little picture because Will Smith's another, like, trend whore. Now, I yeah. like a couple of Will Smith movies, and I liked Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but let's be honest here, that was 30 fucking years ago, Greeno. In a while. He's a Been different a man. It's like Vietnam. It's like going into Vietnam like a wide-eyed, bushy-tailed fucking, <laughs> you know, um, pacifist and coming out of there a stone-cold fucking killer. But Will Smith's mm. soul is gone. <laughs> He's an empty yeah. shell of a man now. He's a YouTube star now. Did you know that? Safe to say Will Smith's got a movie that's about to be released, Damo? I don't know. I don't I don't know if he does. I think he just does YouTube I videos. Think I'm 99% sure Will Smith has a movie that's about to be released. Because he's popped up in a few different articles this week. Yep. And see, now it's starting to get into the wanky territory, right? Like, look at this. A voice for the voiceless, Naomi Osaka. Because now these fucking, like, these fringe fucking idiots, instead of it, for me, it's a very simple proposition, right? Forget mm-hmm. all of the static and noise. For me, it's this. If I'm an athlete and I'm competing in an event and my object in the event is to win the fucking tournament and Mm. I don't want to talk to the media that day, then it's my right to not talk to the fucking media. I don't care. I'm not here for you. You're here for me. So, like, I'm playing in the tournament. Like, that's that's all that needs – that's the only explanation that needs to be had. It's a courtesy talking to the media. Fuck them. An an interesting take I heard from the media is, like, well, it's part of their job. It's their obligation to promote promote the sport. And, no, no, hear me out. So uh, it's their obligation. And and they always want us when they want to fucking promote something. Well, here's a a fucking idea, right? How about you leave it up to the athlete? Yeah. Like, Come up and go, okay, if you want to talk to the media and plug some shit, that's your prerogative. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to talk, then don't talk. Watch how many fucking show up because of how much they need the media. Fucking, you know, don't get me wrong, Lewis Hamilton's still going to show up. Yeah, because he's a fucking total I, I, PR whore, that's why. 100%. But fucking 98% of these athletes, I guarantee, were like, fuck that, I don't want to deal with these dickheads. Absolutely. I'm out. Absolutely. Now, fuck it. only... The only issue we're going to get before we go to a, an ad here, Damo, mm. is we're not going to – if that was the case, we wouldn't get Kimi Raikkonen gold like, yes, we're better out the door. Uh, I've uh, won that rest and, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll move forward to, to the next one and hopefully perform for very similar and uh, come away <laughs> with uh, yet another win. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! 
Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I, I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? <laughs> you. <laughs> Why do you, you have to ruin my evening? Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No, <laughs> dude. Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, hate come on, you secretly hat. love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so, subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back on the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Now, Zemo, um, I've just... I just have been on the phone uh, during during the outbreak. Okay. With one very very fucking angry Don Camaro, and he's like, "Boys, really? boys, boys, fucking! I've been paying you checks for the better part of the last six months. I haven't heard one ad." And I'm mm. like, "Don, it, it never came, mate. It never came." And he's like, "No, check was in the mail." And I'm like, "Well, we haven't cashed it. Like, check your bank statement. Check, have a look at the have a look at the ledger. Yep. I guarantee that that transaction hasn't occurred." But as a, a gesture of good faith, I feel like uh, while we wait, because Don said oh, I'll resend the check okay. just to make sure. Okay. Uh, as a gesture of good faith, Don, should we play Don's ad for us? Absolutely. Let's roll. Magician, Don Camaro's lost his mind. Get ready for Don Camaro's Super Mega Sale Bonanza. Total liquidation of all magic and pet supplies. Ducks, box, turtles, magic wands, and gorgeous bond assistance. And that's, that's just, just the beginning. Snakes, magic hats, puppy sweaters, disappearing ink, all at prices too low to mention. Only at Don Camaro's Magic Events. That's Don Camaro's Magic Events. See you there. Thanks, Don. Fantastic. Uh, Don, uh, Don was also very, uh, very thoughtful uh, where mm. he said, look, the, the reason I'm so annoyed about this is because, yeah. you know, Pride Month, fucking he's at the forefront. Yeah. Double little, double dildos. Double into dildos wide, down at Don Camaro's. Wide range in between magic the magic and pants. pants. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. Available there. Get yeah. <laughs> your yeah, puppies, sweaters, double-ended dildos. Speaking, all there. speaking of double-ended, di- uh, double-ended dildos, green. Mark Levy's been at it again on Twitter. Ah, mate, it's it's been a while. It's been a while. So if we want to uh, take take the the listeners back to mm-hmm. to Mark, how about Levy, a step back in time, green? Yeah.
This guy is what we refer to in, in, in the parlance as a hack. Uh, <laughs> he, some, he somehow has a job in the media uh, yeah. by, you know, fellating. Uh, he's great for Pride Month, I must admit. Uh, for fellating uh, power figures. He really figures. believes he's committed to the cause, Greener. He really believes yeah. in it. Yeah. Uh, Felating power figures to make sure that he still stays in the job. And, and this week, it's been a full front offensive to Mr. Rugby League himself, Peter Valandis. <laughs> he really does um, call himself Mr. Rugby League, doesn't he? Rugby he League. does. Rugby League. Rugby League. Rugby League. Uh, where Peter Valandis had to come on the offensive because, you know, suddenly people aren't like – it generally happens with any sports administrator in Rugby League specifically yeah. where they get like a 12-month grace period and the media are like, this guy's going to save the game. He's unbelievable. He's going to turn it all like, around. Well, he's revolutionary. He's got fresh ideas. This is going to be He's got amazing. fresh ideas. And within 18 months, they're calling for his head because they've got to find a way to fucking cause some drama and whatnot. Uh, Greeno, but at the same just, time, can I just can I just very quickly just interrupt nice, this? Gary. I just I have a, a, a an incredibly this might be a shocking revolutionary idea, Greeno. Mm-hmm. What if we did this? What if we decide on the rules of a game and then keep them that way for like, you know, forever? Nah, that's <laughs> and crazy. Just, talk, and just man. like never change it because you know. Just say the game's a really defensive game. Like take soccer, for example, right? Mm. So if the game's a really defensive game, which, it, you know, it's hard to score goals in soccer, like teams win 1-0, yeah. 2-0. But that's when ah, you really notice, that's when you'll really notice like a fucking Neymar or a Messi or a Ronaldo, like mm. the top players kind of rise above the conditions that the game uh, providing mm. for them, you know? So, I mean, what do you think that's a crazy idea, Greeno? Just like keep keeping the rules the same forever? Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy talk. Crazy. We need to fucking nice, make it exciting. Yay. We need fucking Thanks, we need fireworks. Sure. We need excitement. We need we need goals. We, fireworks. I want to see. I want to see forty-two to forty in uh, in the A League. What's game. Peter Valandi's word? Is it excitements? Excitements. <laughs> excitements. Yeah. He wants excitements. More excitements, Damo. He's a fucking and there was, there was really He's a fucking dickhead. <laughs> pure, just just pure and simple. Just a fucking dickhead. And it's there not. There's seven, not much that I agree with, like Ray Hadley on. You know, yeah. or like all of these other fucking people who are like are around rugby no, league. Ray like, Hadley wants to keep him though. Oh, does he? <laughs> Ray's pro PVL. All the media are pro PVL. Now, here's the interesting thing, Damo. Last year, even though there were still years to run on Mm. all the media contracts, Peter Volandis decided to renegotiate at a reduced price during a pandemic. Ah, did he? (laughs) So so magically, all these media outlets are now very pro PVL. Mm. He's done the right thing. He's like, look, boys, here's what I want you to do. I'll give you a discount. Yep. We'll lock you in for a few more years, mm. but I don't want to see any fucking hit pieces for the next three years. Right. So he's completely fucked up rugby league or rugby league. My apologies. Rugby league. Uh, but all the all the commentators are fucking like straight. Like you know, he's the savior. He's the man. He's great. Fucking everything he does, he, everything he touches, he fucking shit turns to gold. He's like, a put a cock in his mouth. He's good to go. Um, and but but so uh, this week Mark Levy was straight on the bandwagon, mm. a big fucking PVL PVL savior piece. Like yep. you know, without without PVL, all the all these fucking players that are complaining about the crackdowns would be at, on the Centrelink line. Well, no, no, I'm pretty sure they'd be able to find a job there somewhere. Um, <laughs> pretty sure someone like, will hire them for their team, Peter. Yeah, they'll be okay. Yep. You know, French rugby. I, I think I think they'll be able to get a job. Make but, more money. Craig, that's Craig, Wing, Craig Wing is still playing Japanese rugby. He's like 42 yeah. years old. He's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire and a fucking, mm-hmm. uh, he's, a, he's a national celebrity over there. They fucking yeah. love him. Greener. 
They love him. Yeah. So uh, Mark Levy put out this this puff piece article for PBO, and everyone was fucking straight into the article, going, "What the fuck, man? You, you're a fucking idiot." And <laughs> you know, we already knew that about Mark Levy, yeah. but then then is the beauty. Here's the beauty of the Levy. Yeah. The Levy burners were back. The burner accounts. So this is a guy, to to illustrate it to our American brothers and sisters, this is a guy who's like the voice of rugby league on like, you know, one of the biggest radio stations in the country. He commentates, right? But this is the thing, right? So this person, Sandy Lancely, I'm going to say Sandy Lancely, somebody, he has 1,200 followers, right? Mm -hmm. His bio is friend to dogs everywhere. There's nothing wrong. Okay. I like this guy already. This is this. Nothing wrong with Sandy. Sandy's a good guy. Sandy's a good guy. Uh, He tweeted this out in reply to Mark Levy's fucking article. This is complete nonsense at Mark Levy. I'd say you should be ashamed of yourself, but given your Twitter hijinks over recent times, I doubt you're capable of shame. The Twitter hijinks he's referring to is in the past, Mark Levy, this fucking celebrity kind of sports guy, this sports announcer, has used has been caught using sock accounts on Twitter to defend himself yeah. against other people on Twitter. So much so, where remember the stock photo one where he's like, "Oh, he's my yeah. friend," and you just what did you Google in like Mark Levy picture or something? What no, we, we like? Googled in uh, friend at pub, friend at and pub, li- <laughs> and literally it's a it was the picture that like here's me with my friend at the pub. <laughs> so he just got like, <laughs> the first picture off Google Images. <laughs> Here's me with my mate, if you don't believe it's me. He's he's been caught using a sock account to reply to his sock account. Yes, because it it got layered. We did a fucking segment on it a year and a half ago. It was so good where he had four different fucking burners going that would interact with each other to support. Oh, I know Massive Sport Lover. Oh, I know this guy. He's a good bloke. (laughs) By the way, we love Mark Levy. And the only time these people would tweet would be in response to people who tweeted to Mark Levy. It was so good. It's so bizarre because this guy, like, he's so insecure, yet he's, like, got the fucking top job. He's basically got, like, one of the best jobs in rugby league journalism. You know what I mean? Mm. Commentator for 2GB, commentator for fucking Channel 9, whatever. I I do wonder, do do we know Mark Levy's middle name? Because here's my theory. It was, uh, no, Troy, uh, our Unity Day reporter, sent it to me. It starts with S. Yes, I fucking knew it because I was just sitting here while you were talking. I'm looking at it. So Mark Levy's sock account, Mark S. Levy's sock account is Massive Sports Lover, MSL. Nice. So he's replied to this poor dude. Now, remember, one of the biggest names in fucking rugby league sports journalism, right? He's replied to this poor fucking guy who's just an average dude. This, this tweet that, by the way, this tweet that this guy did had three likes on it. This yep. is how insecure Mark Levy how is. How petty this man is. He's going through. He's going through history. everything. He yep. checks his name, Green. I reckon he yep. Googles his name. So he's checked. This guy, poor guy's got three likes. Mark Levy replies to him through the sock account. Listen to this. You're the one who should be ashamed of yourself parading a head like that around Twitter. Uh, to, to this guy's credit, he took a screenshot of it. And he goes, ha right on cue, Mark Levy's burner turns up. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, average punters, average fucking punters on Twitter are now scoring fucking points off this dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking it's, dickhead, Grudo. It's so good to have the burners back, though, Isn't I must admit. Great? And it then, made my week. As soon as I saw the Burners was back, and I'm like, yes, massive spoiler lover. Ah, in answer to your question, his middle name is Strauss. Strauss. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for Troy. Strauss Levy. Yeah. So, and now BE sent this one through. The NRL players trying to get Peter, uh, rid of Peter Volandis, this is the article you referenced, would have been mm-hmm. in the Centrelink queue if not for him, writes Mark Levy. Now, 
the reply to this from Waza Bogan Greeno writes, mm-hmm. who is Mark Levy? And then massive sports lover replies <laughs> replies to Waza Bogan. Again, this was a blo- this was a Bogan reply had no retweets, no, no likes. likes. Nobody saw it except yeah. Mark Levy. Because yeah. he's going he's, through. He's looking at his own articles and checking who's commenting. He's checking every comment and then he loads in with his fucking sock account to, to, to go <laughs> after them. He's a fucking, he's a, well, wow. So anyway, massive sports lover replies to Wasa Bogan. Listen to this. He's, Mark Levy is the host of the award-winning continuous call team and host of <laughs> Wide World of Sports radio program. Nice, Gary. Puts his resume yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound like someone who's a fan. That sounds like Mark Levy. It's good what, what a complete fucking flog. <laughs> you dick. What a flog. He has no idea how the internet works, does he? No, and just, the fact that he keeps rolling with it is is good. I like it. He doubles like, down. He keeps doubling down constantly. That's the thing. Spot on. Wow. Uh, let's forget about Levy Burners Day, mate. Let's mm. talk about some other kind of burn. We're talking about the – no, hot stove. Uh, we're talking about throwing 100 miles an hour. Let's do an MOB stat man. I'm a stat man. Fucking terrible segue there by me. I was trying to find a way to get fucking heat and burns all fucking together. They can't all be this. Oh, look, Greeno, check it out. Uh, TSB1057 has just entered the chat and they said, and I quote, Greeno is the best sports announcer on any podcast platform available. Uh, he's fantastic. He's even better than Mark Levy. There you go. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, big, big nice, thanks to uh, TSB10576. <laughs> Very good. Uh, big fan. Big fan of that account. Big fan of the they're, massive, they're massive starting block lovers, Greeno. Can you, um, we're not on air, are we? Can you send me the password for that? <laughs> nice, Gary. Any criticism about the cock in the mouth stuff? Like yeah. Fucking, I need to send that. Mm. Um, and we're back. Uh, demo, uh, MLB stat man, uh, Jacob deGrom threw 27 pitches of at least 100 miles an hour during nice, the week. Nice, Gary. Most mainly pitcher in an outing since 2008. He's low. Here's the thing. So a good ERA. In, and he's now out for the rest of the season with a hyperextended elbow. <laughs> okay. A good ERA, like fucking top level ERA. You know, if you, if you're under three, you're fucking, you're good. Like okay. you're fucking, you're top notch, right? Under three. Mm. Jacob DeGrom's ERA this season. Yes. 0.71. Nice, Gary. It's, it's the lowest ever by a qualified pitcher through the end of May since 1964. Yeah, I was going to say, he's played more than two games, hasn't he? Like, we're no, a fair he's, chunk he's through the season. Like four games. You know, he's, he's a qualified pitcher. Like, he's done enough starts to qualify. Um, most since May 1964. How about that? <laughs> That's unbelievable. This guy is fucking... It's the best pitching season I've ever seen thus far. Mm-hmm. He He's starting games. Normally, people pitches warm up, right? Yep. And they eventually get to 100 miles an hour. He's throwing 100 miles an hour on pitch one. Like he's just and I, I saw an article during the week where they talked about him and he's got a he's got a curveball that he refuses to throw. And everyone's like, why doesn't like what do you mean? He's got a curveball. We've never seen him throw it. And he's like, no, no, the curveball is like MLB, like it's elite level. It's a great curveball. He goes, but he doesn't need to throw it because he's already got the other two pitches and no one can fucking hit it. So he doesn't bother throwing the pitch. Fair enough. He's that good. He's just got these other pitches that he can throw at any time. He's like, 
nah, I don't fucking need it. I'm so fine. one day, That's one it. day he's going to come across this player who's fucking hitting him, who hits him for like two home runs back to back. The fastball, he can eat his fastball for breakfast, and then he throws a curveball and just like fucking strikes the guy out. You know? no, he, he did that during the week. He had this this player decided to cheat on like it's known as cheating on a fastball, right? Uh-huh. So you start swinging early at 100 miles an hour. You got to swing early. Yep. So he swung early and fouled it off. So DeGrom was like, hang on, you want to fucking try and sneak on my 100-mile-an-hour fastball? Here you go. Here's some backfoot sliders at 20 miles an hour slower. And he struck. He, he threw eight of them in a row, and the guy was fucking five feet away from him, assuming, trying to get ahead on the fastball. Wow. Um, it, was, it was a thing of beauty. He's, he's nice, Gary. Fantastic. Uh, another stat man uh, today. Tampa Bay Rays, who are kind of the new money ball, if you will. Um, they they do fucking a lot with a little. Um, but they, they introduced the thing called the opener. So instead of having a starting pitcher, they just put a reliever in there going, well, let's give just put a reliever in Yeah, give us two innings and then fucking, then we'll put a man in for five innings like you would a normal starter and oh. we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, so they've kind of revolutionized baseball again. But they so what you get the guy who's only like a sprinter to like come in, give us two or three innings of your absolute best. Hopefully we can get like three or four runs up and then they're chasing us the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Is that the kind of thinking? There? Yeah, basically they're going, well, why are we using this long man up front? Like, let's just get the guys we know they're not going to score runs in because mm. generally it's harder to chase runs. Yeah, put the closers up front. Okay, get a good start. Up front. Yeah, 100%. And, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's changed the way baseball is played. I'm surprised, but, uh, I'm surprised it's taken over 100 years for somebody to try that. Like, yeah. why, why don't we just try this? You know, like yeah. it's the little – it's the uh, it's the ad where they're holding up the girl with the tacos. Great. Why don't we have both? How did we not think of this before? <laughs> it's, it's like Moneyball, man. People yeah. hated that, right? But people hated it when the, the Rays started doing it. And then it worked for them and they made the World Series. And then everyone's like, maybe we should try doing this. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but they, they were criticized like nothing else for the first year they did it. Like they're fucking destroying the fabric of the game. And they're like, what, what do you mean? We've got a fucking, we got a payroll of nothing and we're trying to find a way to win. We've got a bunch of good relievers. Well, we're going to use them instead because here's where we find we're going to win games. Yeah, so. what, a, what a shock that the, the big teams in the league want all the small teams to play the exact same way as the big teams so they can't compete. Like what a fucking, exactly. what a shocking idea that is. Who would have thought? Yeah. But today, Ryan Yarbrough threw a complete game for the Rays. Now, it was the most games in history between complete games for a team. So they'd gone 731 games without a pitcher starting the game and ending it. Wow. Um, since 2016 to 2021. The previous record was held by the Miami Marlins where they had 500 games. So we're talking 231 more games mm. that had gone by okay. that the streak was broken today. So There you go. Um, Fantastic. Nice. Man. Uh, and uh, no doubt Shohei Otani did something fucking historic this week. So we'll put that in. Nice, nice Gary. <laughs> Uh, I've got I've got an MLB stat man for I'm you. I'm a stat man. I've got word that a player who plays for the Royals, Greeno, uh, actually had a buy last week and then got called up, called up to the division above them, and actually had a few nice, fucking stats of his own, Greeno. Four at bats, three hits, three RBIs, two runs scored, and three stolen fucking bases, nice, Greeno. For this player at the Royals, can you tell us who that player at the Royals is who got promoted up a division and had that fucking a match-winning performance? 
I don't know who that, who that would be, but uh, for the for the, for the Royals, because uh, that those stats seem like my stats when I played for the Warriors last week. The Warriors, oh, Karina, because you aren't you normally a Royals player? You have been a Royals player. Yeah, I was a Royals player back in my old comp, but there's no Royals team uh, in no my Royals now. That's so, so you've been you you're now at the Warriors. You've you've made the jump. You've made the leap. A different league, Greeno. How you've how have you sensed the different league? How's it working out for you? Less competitive, more competitive. A lot fucking tougher. So I'm in division, like I used to be in division one and two in my old comp. Uh, I'm in division five now. Wow. And it's the equivalent of division two. So division four is the equivalent of division one. Um, so I don't even know what the guys in our current club are doing in one, two, and three because it's fucking like the, the pitching in division four is fucking not pretty good. Like we're talking guys who throw three different pitches and can locate. So Makes it a bit tough. Okay, and so you went up to Division Four though, and you had four at bats, three hits, three RBIs, two runs scored, and stole three bases. And by the way, Greeno, a nice Gary, a nice Gary uh, Brad underscore Everly, our Earth reporter, doing his job reporting on what's going on on planet Earth. He's the one who sent me those stats. So. <laughs> well done, be sneaky, very very sneaky. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I had a good had a good week last week. Yeah, the boy, the, I got asked like, uh, we're short on players. Do you mind helping out? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, look, uh, like. I don't know, because we had a bye week last week in, mm. in my grade. So I was like, yeah, 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 I'll play, happy to help out. And my whole goal was like, hey, Greeno, just don't fuck up because yep. these guys, these guys are proper. So, like, they, they know don't how to Don't embarrass yourself. Don't do a Jared Hayne and, like, drop a, a kick return and rape a chick. Like, don't do that. <laughs> 100% right. So I was like, just don't fuck up. And I ended up having a fucking pretty good day. But the funny thing is, I, I came in, I got, yeah, three from four, three RBIs, and the one out I made was a bullshit fucking infield fly call that mm. should have been a hit. So I should have been four from four. Oh, um, well done, Greeno. Fucking but, nice, Gary. Oh, yeah, boy, at, down there. But to sum up the league, though, the, the, like, the, the step up, mm. at the end of the game, there was, like, a team huddle. And and I got fucking I got razzed out. I'm like, what? What? Are you? They're like, oh no. man, that fucking uh, you didn't get the ball in quick enough, and they advanced another runner. I'm like, when? And they're like, fucking third inning. Like you, you caught the ball, you hesitated, and then the man fucking saw you hesitated, so he ran to second. So you got to make sure you tighten that up. And wow. I'm like, oh, I'm like, bro, I'm filling in, and I got three from four, four RBIs, fucking three stolen bases. Like, yeah, a good day, man. But it just went to show what what they expect at the division up. So, and you don't know this part of the story. He's a fucking greeno story. Time. Okay, let's. I like stories about pinatas. So I get a message from my division five coach today, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, man, uh, can you play division four again this week?" They're short, and they've asked for you specifically. And I'm like, oh, okay. Were, no, so you paying know, attention. Yeah, that's right. And you know what they were doing by that one thing? They were they were basic. That was their way of saying you're good, but you know we just want you like we're helping you here. Like, hey, if you want to play, on. keep playing Division Four. That's one area of your game where you can fucking tighten up, man. You know, spot on, hundred percent right. So yeah, I was like, oh well, yeah, man, I, I can help out. I'm like, I mustn't have sucked too bad last week no. to to get caught up again. So and and, oh, and nice make sure up. and make sure this week, Greeno, you, what are you going to do with that fucking return? You're going to fire it right in, aren't you? <laughs> Hundred percent. Well, he, here's the thing, though. In Division Five, they're still batting me eight because I'm I'm the new guy in the club, so yeah. they're batting me really low. So it was kind of like I'm like, hey, hey, coach, fucking, you're batting me at eight in Division Five, but Division Four are asking me to play. Yeah. What's well, fucking? I better be higher up in that batting order in Division Five. I bet 5. that's dressing. Point. I bet that's dressing room politics, Greeno. He doesn't want to upset the guys who have been there for fucking three, four, five years. You know. I'm the only one fucking getting hits. <laughs> As if that matters. <laughs> No, uh, all jokes. No, we've got a good club down there. It's, it's good fun playing with, with all the boys. Good stuff. Uh, 
we're gonna end the show with uh with our favorite. It's been fucking. It's been too too long, mm. too long. And our good friend and uh, uh, general manager of uh, of Unity Day Troy's Seattle team, Mariners. Seattle Mariners, crazy Uncle Jerry Depoto. And the only Jerry reason DePoto. this one came across my desk was because it was a Giants trade with the Mariners. Okay. So uh, Jerry did trade number four hundred and fifty-eight in his tenure with the Mariners, where he <laughs> traded Sam uh, Delaplane to to the Giants organization for what demo? Mm. A bit of cash. Nice, Gary. Just straight cash. Just straight cash. Jerry's just, he got jittery and the Giants caught him up. Farhan caught him up and said, look, uh, Jerry, you know, I know you, you, it's been been fucking two months since you made a trade. Yeah. I got a big fat wad of cash here. They tempted about, him. Great. How about you send me a picture? What do you reckon? Right-handed picture? Sam? You want to send me Sam? And he's like, like, like dangling like dangling a bag of cocaine in front of a reformed addict. Like, hey, ooh. you want this, don't you? you? I know you haven't had any for a couple of months. Come on, Jerry. Come on, little sniffy sniffy. No one will know. It's just between wasn't you even, and me. It wasn't even good crack either. Like, it, 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 he didn't get a play in return. He just got a bit of cash. Fucking they don't need cash. They're fine. <laughs> exactly. But they didn't even get a fucking dud prospect. They're just kind of like, here you go. You want this? And yet you're right. It was uh, it was bad bathroom crack, Damo. <laughs> bad, bad bathroom crack of a trade. <laughs> But Jerry, Jerry took the bait and uh, sniffed it right up. So well done, Jerry, on well getting done, on the trade. Well done, Jerry Depoto. Well done. Nice, Gary. Fantastic. Good to have him back. Uh, plugs, Damo. Yes. Follow Greeno at the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end. Follow myself uh, at Boogie Bumper. Uh, I'll be back later on tonight, 7 p.m. Greeno, with another episode of my podcast, The Daily Boogie. Uh, BE in the chat. Thanks again to BE for those stats. Very fucking handy. Uh, follow our friends. Um, well, the ones who are still got, who are still on the internet, who haven't been banned in the last twenty four hours. Follow them because <laughs> it seems seems there's some kind of purge going on. So a special, we'll play. You know, we'll play the horns as we lower the graves on uh, Joy of Pessy and the Minister of Fun, Kimmy Greener. Very good. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth? Hey, Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censor, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun.
But why are you farming for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to the starting block on TAVshow.com.